We're on a mission to set our own traditions here at Accounting High, and we need your help and feedback to do it. If you have a few minutes to spare, we would so appreciate it if you took our listener survey linked in the show notes of this episode. So we found Sally for, thank God, in the middle of tax season, and it was so easy to use, it wasn't hard to roll it out for every client. Everything that we do at BKFI is focused on scalability and like, does this cut down on time? And if so, we're going to make the initial upfront investment in that. Even our employees think that way, which is really cool. It's one of our core values is scalability. So when we realized how it's going to be, it's going to cut down a ton in 2023 for tax season 2022, we decided to use it for every client, even Schedule C's. The good old fashioned spreadsheet based trial balance, because I, I really need that for how my brain functions and for how I work. Nothing is automated at that point. It turns into a giant disaster. It's just a bunch of colors everywhere and it's really ugly and it doesn't actually get into the tax software easily. Peter Wen showed up in my life just at the right time. <laughs> and he's he's absolutely a savior. He truly is. He saved me. So he shows up in my life with this product tally for and he's like, here, use this. And I said, okay, I'll give it a try because I'm willing to try just about anything once. And it worked. It just worked. It was like magic. May I have your attention, please? Hey, you, in the back, sit down. Greetings, students. This is Peter Wen, substitute for the front office lady. Today, you're going to learn a lot about how to automate and standardize your tax processes with Tally4. Heck, I learned a lot. Shane will talk about how he uses Tally4 with all of his clients, how he onboarded them, and ultimately how he's more time for true tax advisory. Megan will talk a little bit about how to wrangle the chaos of multiple trial balances, our data connections, and how she does her real tax work. And there's a lot more. It's a super fun class. We're going to automate tax. That's our goal is to automate tax. Because, again, as I said, it's, it's data. So you can imagine where would you want to automate tax, and that's where we'll go. So sit back, relax, and open your mind, because class is in session. I repeat, may I have your attention, please? This is another public service announcement brought to you in part by Accounting High. The views and events expressed here are of the next generation of accounting and tech professionals leading this space. The events and suggestions are not to be taken lightly. Children should not partake in the listening of this podcast. Anything else? Yeah. So without further ado, introducing the star of our show. Tally 4, also featuring Scott Scarano and Coach McKenzie, Megan Justice, and Shane Mason. We're going to have a problem here. This is Varsity Tips. Oh, this is news. This is news, yeah. I've made what that happened? decision. Varsity. This is this is accounting high now. Oh, Sons right. of CPAs. Like that was the tag on like Sons of CPAs. It was Nick's show, her feature. But she's got a bigger role now. She's our she's our PE teacher. She's like our coach. She's Coach McKenzie now. So she's coaching the varsity team. And episodes. gives you gives you space for J V tips as well in the future. Yeah. Well, that might be you. You might be coming on with the JV tips. Yeah. I have the hair for it, apparently. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm very, I'm very distraught here. I cut my hair over the weekend, Bro, so the what? sides match the top. I kept talking about this, the side. So the sides match the top in length, 
because it was just it just felt weird that it had the sides i'm not going to take my hat off um it's actually it's not that bad but i think i've lost like i've lost maybe a year's worth of hair in there and uh i don't know this is this is not not the news i wanted to talk about not what i want to start with today's product feature this is varsity tips featuring tally four also featuring megan justice and shane mason and we've got my varsity coach nicole mckenzie so let's start by having you guys introduce yourself megan we'll have you introduce yourself first and then we'll have you come on after we talk to mr mason hi my name is megan justice i'm a uh, tax preparer i'm an ea and ltc based in portland oregon my business is crane advisory and i focus on small businesses and individuals your business is what advisory? I heard a dog barking. Crayon advisory. So Crayon sorry. advisory. I needed to go into that. I love that name. That is my little tot. My uh, my rap name is Little Toddler. So I love my crayons. Yeah, we get out the crayons and the colored pencils and the pens and the things and get the work done. I love colors. This is good. This is good. I'm I'm, well, I'm excited about your your feature on this. So shout out to Tally Four. Shout out to Spencer and Peter and everybody over there, Mike and all them, our, our pals. But we're going to go into actual use cases of the product, real life, real people talking about real things. Nicole, do you want to say anything before we hand the mic over to Mr. Mason? No, I mean, I would say Tally4, the guys with Tally4, we've gotten to know them through a lot of conferences and sometimes pool parties. But we've just come to know and love them as people, but also they're solving a big problem in the industry. I used to do taxes, but no longer do taxes. But for us, a big challenge has always been interfacing with the tax accountants and kind of like sending journals, journal entries back and forth. Um, so I'm really curious to hear more about the product because I haven't been able to use it since I don't do taxes. But I would love to work with an accounting firm that does use it because it seems to solve a lot of the problems that we're having. So I'm interested to hear these guys talk about it. So in our days at, at on XPAC, that's where we met back in the day. It was our like middle school years, right? We um, spent, they would, they would take us out for XPAC, fly us up to Denver or San Francisco. I remember at least of the four days we were there total, like two different occasions, we spent almost two full days just talking about book to tax. That was it. Book to tax all day. This might have been when Peter was still working there too. So some of the history, if you want to go back to listen to Peter's episode, we did talk about the impetus of this product and why he why he left Zero to start this product, to do this himself, because this is a big gap in the market. This is a this is a bridge app between two products. It is a bridge product in, in that it sits in the middle, but I call the trial balance the heart of accounting. So that's your major ledger, right? It's the easiest entryway into everything. The summarized cleaned up data of all the ledgers, but it's not the detail. You, know, you can always go back up into the detail, but it's actually that core thing that starts, that sits between book and tax. And that product has not been built or not even thought about, right? It was an afterthought. A trial balance is typically a little hole into the product, a way to get data into a product, but it's actually the core of it. If you do it right, and we've designed it a new way, we almost make it like a fun game. 
um, where you can actually move accounts. It's the core of accounting the trial balance. So that's the way I view where we've started. And we're going to hear why this has helped Brooklyn FI. So the master, the master mason over here of Brooklyn FI. Why don't you introduce yourself, Shane? Coming to you from a 16-year-old's bedroom. My nephew, I thought that was yours. I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. You thought these six Batman posters on the wall were mine? That would yes. be ra- cool room, rad. rad. What's up, y'all? Nice to meet you. <laughs> I thought Brooklyn Five was doing pretty well, but no, I'm not so sure. No, I'm <laughs> yeah, no, the aesthetics in here are very pimples, pimply. Um, yeah. <laughs> I've I've done an episode on, with you guys before, so I won't go super deep into Brooklyn FI. Uh, we one do of my favorite here. episodes. Oh, it's so in your top way. ten to this yeah. day, I believe. But it's, it's sliding down the slots as you get more and more people on the show. Yeah, we do investment management, financial planning, and outsourced accounting for a few hundred households. There's about thirty of us that do it. Uh, we use Tally for for every one of our clients. So, how many tax returns do you guys do in a typical year? Uh, I think we did five hundred this year. Okay. Around 500. We we used to do one-off tax returns um, as a service. We don't do that anymore. If we had maintained that service, we would be doing a thousand returns. But now we only work with people if we have a like a subscription with them, and we've sold off our one-off tax practice over the past few years. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'd love I'd I'd love that part of our conversation and the other one too. Just the the idea of selling off these individual tax returns, the one-off type stuff. We're primarily here talking about business tax because that's the need for Tally4, right? So you, give us um, an idea of your tech stack too, just the tools that you're using. For our clients on that side, where we do outsourced accounting, where we use Tally4 for them, we use QBO for 100% of them. We're not big enough to require, we don't have enough clients to require or like necessitate using Zero and QBO and various general ledgers. So we just require everyone transition over to QBO when they become a client. So we're 100% there. Uh, we use Tally4 for everybody. We use LaCert for our tax program. And we use LaCert's tax planner for any financial planning and uh, year-end planning, tax planning that we do with all of our clients as well. So the bridge in this case would be from QuickBooks to LaCert. Yep. Right? Yep, exactly. Right. Yeah, I guess tell us what you were doing before that, before there is this tally for, how did you guys handle this? Uh, yeah, before it was super messy. We did not have, as we've, we've grown a lot over the past four years. So like our work paper standardization needed some help, which tally for has definitely helped out a lot with because it forces everything into a, into one standard work paper, so to speak, um, that we then use as the work papers. But before we were just using Excel, we were just using QBO and we would export, you know, the two years of P and L, the two years of balance sheet, that was what we would use for our work papers. So I could imagine having, <laughs> just using a spreadsheet or anything like that, there is no standardization because you're doing one-off stuff for different clients and you know you don't really have a template for that. So that was a mess, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And then like, it was just me doing it for a while. Then you bring on one tax manager, then a second tax manager, and you really don't have time to set up the policies and procedures to standardize the work papers. Everybody comes from different firms. Um, they've got different ways that they do things. Sometimes you mark things PBC. Sometimes you use different colors. You use this and that. So at this point, using Tally4 to standardize all the work papers has been super helpful because we've got, I think, 10 people in the tax department now. 
So if I'm going to do a partner level review on any certain project, I shouldn't be, I don't have time to learn everyone's unique style of preparing work papers. So it's been helpful with that. Well, my ears perk up, perk up when I hear you talking about color coding stuff. I mean, that's, that's a great way of doing anything and in any way, but. Mason, are you guys doing uh, in your CAS practice accrual based accounting? Uh, No, on purpose, we are not doing accrual based accounting. So yeah, we require, people tell us that they need to transition to accrual basis accounting. We either fire them, we graduate them or we tell them no. Send them to me. And why is that? Yeah. 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 (laughs) We just from specialization point of view, like I work, I've been working in tax forever. I've never worked on the audit side. Like I did FAS 109 stuff, like auditing of the income tax provision line, which was accrual basis C-Corp stuff. But I just don't know enough about accrual-based accounting to coach people and guide people through that accounting. And it's not as scalable, in my opinion. I'm sure it is scalable, but I just haven't figured out that problem yet. I would probably hire somebody that has just coming from that background. We just haven't gotten there in the CAS space yet where we have a CPA with a rich accrual basis background that we can then use to offer a new service line. Yeah, I, I would imagine too, you're not going to be doing as much volume. I mean, Nicole's got a smaller volume. She's going a lot deeper with her clients and handling yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason I asked that is because I believe that Tally4 solves that problem too, because that's one thing that you have to do on a tax return. If somebody's got their books on accrual accounting, is do M1 adjustments to get it back to the cash basis accounting for the tax return. So I was just curious if any of you guys were using that feature. So. See. Just the process as far as time goes, all right? Because that's one thing that Peter was always talking about in the beginning is how much time it saves you, right? So can you quantify that a little bit or just talk about what steps are being taken away from that? Yeah, so I don't know. It probably saves at least an hour per return. So that's at least 60 hours, 70 hours of prep time that we have to do at uh, at Brooklyn FI every year. And then... Just for tax prep, and if we're doing tax projections for clients and we actually need to get the K-1, like get an idea of what the K-1 is going to look like, then we also use it for the projections. Yeah, well, that's huge too. I know we got some planning resources coming, tax planning and visualization. That's going to be dope. But just in the in the case of keeping everything standardized, let's um, I want to talk about being a tax hero too. All right. Well, this is a big party. This is our Halloween party, right? So let's let's get into the spirit of, of Halloween. Yeah. And let's talk about heroes now too, right? So superheroes. You've got some on your posters over there, the pimply teenage kid. We've got a lot running around in my neighborhood probably tonight. Um, none of my kids are superheroes. I consider myself a superhero. I'm Rick from Rick and Morty. I think he's a superhero too. So um, let's talk about being a tax hero, right? So some of the bullets under the tax hero section of Tally 4. Automate your book to tax, deliver tax returns faster, minimize extensions, reduce staff turnover. I'd like to see how this helps reduce staff turnover, but focus on tax strategy, right? So of all those things, tell us what that means to you, Shane. Yeah. Well, I'll start with focus on tax strategy because that one's easy. Like the more time we spend on moving one expense or like aggregating 10 expenses into the legal, 
line or into the accounting line or into the other deductions, like that's just a waste of time, frankly. So Tally 4 really cuts down on the administrative aspect, like the the preparer's job of aggregating various general ledger items into one line on a tax return so that we can focus more on how much can we put into your 401k this year? Like, what is the R&D tax credit going to look like? How much cash do we just need to have on hand on March 15th and April 15th of 2023 or next year, whatever? So that our clients, who we all have like a deeper relationship with, can decide on whether or not how much house they can afford or if they're going to bring on a new business partner, things that actually add more value. So yeah. that one's easy. In terms of client, like employee retention, I guess it's the same thing. Like if you're spending all day putting, like doing the same thing for all these accounts where you're just taking a general ledger from a thousand line items down to the 70 that you need for a tax return or the 25 you need for a tax return, like that doesn't sound like a very fulfilling career. Like you should probably learn how to do that one or two, like learn how to do it, but then don't do it your first six years in public accounting. So Tally4 mm-hmm. is also helping with that. And I can only remember two of the items that you mentioned. Yeah, so so minimizing extensions, delivering tax returns faster, and automating book to tax. So that one's you- cooler. The minim- the automating book to tax is something that I imagine if you're dealing with the accruals is super helpful. Like always M1ing M and E like very easily or always well, that's not an accrual thing, but whatever accruals that you constantly have to M1. The thing about accruals is they're a little bit qualitative, right? Like you have to think about them a little bit more when it comes to getting them onto a tax return. So if it automates something that requires a human being to spend some qualitative time thinking about how that needs to work, then yeah, that could save a bunch of time. Yeah. Well, I mean, automations in general too, just hooking up an API with anything. You know, we talk a lot about Zapier and all these other connections with products. Reducing the manual work is probably the biggest lift anybody can make. And a lot of people don't want to take the time up front to set these things up. So can you talk about when you first set up Tally4 and what you did to get that set up? Do you have to go client by client? Did you have to, did you have to spend a lot of time getting the product set up for it to work? So for us, each client requires one initial setup, and that's allocating each of your account numbers to wherever you want it to flow on the tax return. And so this is our first year doing it. So we used Tally4 for the first time for tax year 2021 in 2022. And we were experimenting with it back in February, March, like still couldn't believe that there was not a bridge that worked from QBO to Lacert. I guess because they're trying to keep that ProConnect bridge yeah. proprietary and internal which is very frustrating sure. yeah that was such a good bridge when we did use it one time that we thought we were going to switch over to ProConnect, but our clients are just too complicated to use that software so we had so we found tally for thank god in the middle of tax season and it was so easy to use it wasn't hard to roll it out for every client and we everything that we do at bkfi is focused on scalability and like does this cut down on time? And if so, we're going to make the initial upfront investment in that. Even our employees think that way, which is really cool. It's one of our core values is scalability. So when we realized how it's going to be, it's going to cut down a ton in 2023 for tax season 2022, we decided to use it for every client, even Schedule Cs. Even though they don't have a balance sheet, we still use Tally4 for it because it'll work so quickly in the categorization. Like all of the categorizations of your account numbers will carry over from one tax year to the next. So you only have to worry about the new general ledger items. And since we do the books for all of our clients, like we're in control of the new general ledger items. We know that it's all going to flow into Tally4. So do you should have be, a, next year should be super easy. 
you have a standard chart of accounts you use or is it just that one-time setup mapping or it doesn't matter because you're going to map it to the tax return anyway so you don't worry about standardizing the chart of accounts? We haven't worried about standardizing the chart of accounts a ton. Most of our clients are in the creative space. We don't really have any manufacturers, anyone with inventory. Uh, we do have some people with a sales tax and some people in like the the fitness space, but most of them are in professional services. So as you can tell, like cash basis professional services is some of the easiest bookkeeping <laughs> you can do. Yep. Uh, and that that's intentional. So the, the standard, like the start of the chart of accounts that comes with QBO, like we just delete a few accounts and we're good to go most of the time or hide them or archive them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I tried, uh, cool. we talked, we thought about standardizing for a while, but it was just too hard. And it's like, as long as you have them in the right bucket for us, it's, it works good enough. Yeah, for sure. So I actually just want to talk about scalability being one of your core values. So tell me, tell me about that choice of making that a core value and how many core values do you have? We have five, yeah, which we're currently revamping. We're gonna our employees don't know this yet, but we're getting five new core values in a few weeks. Oh uh, wow, that's a they whole. That's hate a whole. That. I've you, tried to change to my core values; they pushed back. Yeah, you have to fire half have your workforce. <laughs> no, 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 no. There are some people that need that need some updating on the new core values. But of course, when you have thirty-five people, like some people aren't going to fit into old and new core values. So, so yeah, we have five right now and we're getting five new ones pretty soon. Some of them are pretty pretty similar to the old ones, just set in a different way. Okay. But yeah, scalability is one of them because we're always, we just, when AJ and I co-founded Brooklyn Fi in 2017, we had the choice of building a solo practice, like a lifestyle practice or building an enterprise that has enterprise value and doesn't require us to be in the seat, like doing the work. That was our choice to build an enterprise back in 2017. So Ever since the beginning, and since AJ is a career changer, my business partner, I've had to build every process for somebody that doesn't know accounting or tax. So it's just a part of our DNA to get everything out of like technical people's head and onto a work, like into a work, a workflow. Yeah. So we've been creating workflows for the past five years, uh, and we've just built everything with scalability in mind and making sure that we can move work down the pyramid to people that need the exposure to things that they've never done before. And we don't have people that have already mastered something, constantly doing something that they've already mastered. They, they're able to move on to other things that are more challenging. With tax scalability in mind, I think that's a good title for this episode too. So that's the importance of having the right tools in the right places and the right people in the right places to so things can become scalable. Because otherwise you just got a hodgepodge mess of this type of client, this type of client. So it sounds like you've really kind of focused on the bigger picture. What types of clients are we going to take on? What types of work are we going to do? Cut bait on. And it doesn't sound like you did it too soon either. Some people try to niche too soon. They kind of mess the things up. You know, they, they just, they create messes for themselves or they create a situation where then they don't have enough clients because they sold off all their clients. You kind of strategically done this over the years and positioned yourself now to five years later after starting the firm, you know, you're probably, what percentage of the way there would you say that you're fully scalable, like everything that you're doing? Everything that we're doing in professional services, that's, that's really hard to, uh -huh. uh, to say really like scalable on a scalability, on a scale. On a scale how, of scalability. How scalability are we? How scalable? Well, we have spent a few hundred K on a um, proprietary tech tool that should help out a ton with the scalability. 
Because a lot of what we do on the financial planning side is super niched into people with equity compensation and tech companies and dealing with their equity inventory and helping them make decisions about when to sell that and what to do with the cash that comes out afterwards. That's a really hard problem to solve that we're currently doing in Excel, but we're moving it into the cloud next month after about 12 years or 12 months of development. So we're really excited about being able to build trading plans for people with equity a lot faster. And it has a tax projection tool built into it. So we're going to be able to run multiple scenarios side by side with, with the tax impact and the drawdown speed and all that stuff in there. So that part of it hopefully will be a seven out of 10 within the next few months. On the accounting side, we need to, like speaking about niches and building scalability into the practice, we did start off with a creative focus for our clients. So we had a lot of people just as a function of our social circle that were photographers, editors, painters, frankly, that are doing seven figures in revenue every year. But the tech, we pivoted into the tech space about a year into that when we realized how scalable it is to focus on that. Now, our CAS practice, our outsourced accounting practice is still those creative entrepreneurs. So that the CAS practice could use more niche, which is part of the first thing that helps with scalability, because then you can build all your tools around that niche that help you get more done with less time because you just do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, well, I think you're building the model. You're close to getting there. On a scale, on the CAS side, the outsourced accounting side that Tally4 touches, Tally4 helps with the scalability. I think we're probably at a four there. Oh, wow. So a four of, of 10? Yeah, I might be hard on, I might be being hard on ourselves, but Sorry. I think most accounting firms are at a two out of 10. So I think that we're <laughs> well past that. No, oh, yeah, yeah, it's dope. So I'm going to use this period now or this section that we're going to talk about as a bridge. So we're going to have Megan turn on her mic too. We're going to talk about this whole trial balance in the cloud. You mentioned the cloud and we mentioned how a lot of the work papers and the things that we used to do for ta from book to tax when they didn't talk to each other was very manual. We were using products outside of any of our other tech platforms. Lots, not a lot of times it was trial balance software or Excel sheets or work papers that we had in our folders and binders. It was, it was crazy. I know what we're do we were doing too. So getting trial balance in the cloud. Some of the bullets he's got on here is working with any accounting system, which pretty much Tally4 covers, standardizing your processes, reducing staff errors, and managing work papers and journal entries in the cloud. So there isn't a real good tax cloud product either. That's something we talk about a lot on this this podcast is Intuit's really got the only one, and it does it's not robust enough for a lot of big-time tax preparers. I know we, we couldn't use it. We're using UltraTax. That's that's a hosted platform. Um, Lacert is not in the cloud. Megan, what do you use for tax? Let's let's just talk about your tech stack yeah. as well. So I'm in UltraTax, and a couple of years ago when I started my firm, I was coming in from a Lacert user, and the most recent trial balance software I had used was Workpaper CS from Thomson Reuters. It's not cloud based. It's based on desktop technology. And it's horrible and it's outdated. And they sold me Thomson Reuters when I bought UltraTax because I liked it better than Lacert. They sold me on their cloud trial <laughs> balance platform. <laughs> and I did not get along with it very well at all. So over the summer, after my very first tax season, I was looking all over the place and I was considering going back to um, 
the good old fashioned spreadsheet based trial balance because I I really need that for how my brain functions and for how I work. And it, that would put it in the cloud. But nothing is automated at that point. It turns into a giant disaster. It's just a bunch of colors everywhere and it's really ugly and it doesn't actually get into the tax software easily. Peter Wen showed up in my life just at the right <laughs> time. And he's he's absolutely a savior. He truly is. He saved me. So he shows up in my life with this product tally for and he's like, here, use this. And I said, okay, I'll give it a try because I'm willing to try just about anything once. And it worked. It just worked. It was like magic. My practice focuses on what the client needs and what the client needs for their brain and their business. So I have clients in QuickBooks Online. I have clients in Zero. I have clients in FreshBooks. That's my preference. I have clients in Wave. I have clients using Excel, and I do not enjoy that. I try to get them out of that. And I don't have anyone in Sage. It's the big one that I don't have, and I'm super glad because I don't have to learn it. Yeah. Mm. Someday I'll have to. That's okay. But Tally4 takes all of that and standardizes it. So I have a couple clicks of a button that I get the information out of the accounting software into Tally4, and then it's consistent for me. So I'm not having to know all of the buttons to click on in all of the different softwares. I can focus on using the softwares that I like. And the ones that I don't, I make those clients either DIY or use Bookkeeper that focuses on and specializes in that particular software. I can bring that in on an accrual basis so it stays nice and consistent so that those DIY clients who are using QuickBooks Online and not running their invoices, not running their AR well, not running their AP well, and they end up with negative AR and negative AP or who knows what, just whatever kind of mess that really messes with the cash basis activity, I don't care. It's not nearly as big of a deal. So it gets out of there into Tally4. Everything's nice and consistent. I can do that book to tax accrual to cash. And when I say accrual, I don't mean all of the accruals. I don't mean the insurance and all of the things that we really should be doing when we're looking at really technical accounting. Especially my clients don't need that. I just mean AR and AP for the most part. Sometimes there's a little bit more something in there, a little bit more complicated, some kind of prepayments, but not often. And then those journal entries are nice and consistent. And I can run through that balance sheet really easily. I have a place to check things off that I know that I've looked at that account. I don't need to look at it again. I truly have looked at that account and I don't need to look at it again. So in Tally4, you're going through and lo like looking at the balance sheet accounts and you're checking off like that. They're good. So are you, do you even have to go into even the account for accounting software? C clients. Do you even have to go into the accounting software at this point, or can you pull in all the data directly into Tally4 and do all the work there? All of the data comes directly into Tally4. I don't ever have to. So I go into the accounting software to pull the reports that I need. I am really particular. I was trained by auditors. So I go through and I run PBC reports, I pull a general ledger, I pull an AR report, I pull an AP aging report, I pull everything, get it all out of the tax software or out of the accounting software, excuse me. I pull reconciliation reports. Bookkeepers really don't like me when I do that because I actually look at their reconciliations and what's been left behind and why is this thing there for five years? This needs to go away. Let's fix this. Get all of that out of the accounting software. And then I go into Tally4 and I have two buttons to click to import from whatever accounting software the client is using. 
And then I'm done with their accounting software, which again, that makes it nice and consistent. So I can focus on where my work papers are at. I can focus on building a trial balance that's adjusted, a tax trial balance that goes into the tax return. Once it's all ready to go, it's a copy paste from an Excel export from for UltraTax into UltraTax's um, trial balance utility, import utility. And the return is done in about 10 minutes. That sounds magical. It is magic. It really is. It also, first it stressed me out to hear all of these different tools that you're (laughs) using just in different accounting platforms. But then the fact that that's what this does is this consolidates all of it and creates one process for multiple different inputs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Megan has a choice. I think she has to use Telecore to organize all all this. I'm not even going to ask what you did before. Yeah. How, how you handled all of this shit before. Cause that sounds. (laughs) In previous lives before I started my practice, like I said, I used WorkPaper CS with the last firm that I was at and it was, it did a lot of the same, but we had to export a trial balance. So we had to know the accounting software to make sure that we're getting that trial balance out. And then getting it into the the trial balance software was difficult. I've done the Excel trial balance routine, and that's we all know what that's like. It's not fun, but it's functional. It gets the job done. I've used ProFX in the past. And a long, long time ago, back in the dark ages, I would use QuickBooks Desktop to just, and we would just get the QuickBooks Desktop file, make the adjustments inside. Yeah, yeah, I it was awful. I did not enjoy it. Make the you sound like you didn't even like sharing that either. That was a deep, dark secret. Yeah. No, it's not really a deep. I mean, if you look at where at my past and where I come from, I've been doing this for over 20 years. So this does not come as a surprise to most people. I've always worked for small businesses. I've always worked for small boutique firms. The largest firm I've ever worked for had 40 employees and I lasted a whopping six months there. I'm not a corporate person. I'm not a big firm person. I never have been and I never will be. So they were always constantly very concerned about cost and the cost of Profex was the big one 10, 15 years ago, right? That was the only one really out there. And it's expensive. It's spendy. I don't even know what it costs now, but it's not cheap. And no one, none of the firms I was at wanted to pay for that because it hurts the bottom line. Tally 4, though, is super approachable. I think it's $30 a trial balance. Yeah. I think that's what I pay anyway. And it's, it's just right there. You buy the number that you need when you need them. And it's not as big of a hit. I know that there's some people I've talked to who have been, oh, I don't like that. It's a big number and it's an adjustment because it's not a piece of software that you just have available to you. And that adjustment can be really hard. But once you start seeing how much time it can save and stress, it's not always about the actual time that it's saving. It's also about the stress and the human component. That consistency eliminates so much stress and confusion and makes the process so much easier. Yeah. Well, that's the whole staff turnover point I was making earlier, right? Yeah. So you're so you've got this magic key. You said Peter Wynn was the savior. I think he's the superhero <laughs> in this in this theme for today. Peter Wynn's flying in to come save, you know, it's Peter, Superman here. One of the points that they make here is have more fun, right? And don't be stressed during busy season. It sounds like you definitely covered that. Generate more profit with less overhead. Empower your team. Do tax prep anytime, anywhere. 
I don't think that anytime anywhere would have been possible without Tally 4 for you. No, no. Tally 4, I can't if I want to go sit in a coffee shop and be confident. Even on my tiny little laptop screen, I can see enough to move the needle on a tax return and to move forward on that tax return preparation rather than staying at my office all the time. I was going to ask, are there any features that Tally 4 does not have currently that you're excited about them building in the future? Are there any limitations right Peter now? and I have talked about this. <laughs> the thing that I that is missing from almost every trial ballot software out there, except for Profax and WorkPaper CS, is a decent, fully integrated editor, WorkPaper editor that can edit PDFs, even yeah. just minimally, even if we're just highlighting things and writing some, typing some numbers on them, leaving some notes behind. That is also then tied to the child balance so that the bank statement and the bank reconciliation can be linked back to that line item on the trial balance, to that bank account on the trial balance. And there is that possibility. It does exist. You can attach those things. I have not found it super useful in part because I have not forced myself to use it. We're all creatures of habits and I've found a way to make things work and so I make them work. But that's kind of next tax season's hope is that that piece is more ready to go for next tax season so that it's it's just right there and I'm not moving around between a couple of different systems to be able to prepare a business tax return. What I used to love about Pro Systems or Pro Series was they had a adding tape that you can have insert on there where you can just run a 10 key on your, key- your keyboard and just paste it on there. It was like, that was the best. Yeah, it's crazy. Nothing out there has that. Nothing it, has that in the cloud. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, we're still doing our work papers because we do a every month we have work papers for each balance sheet account and it's still in Google Sheets, like a tab for each balance sheet account. It's crazy to me that nobody's come up with a solution for that yet. What I do love about Peter though is he's very obsessed with solving his customers' problems. So he's you know, he's getting out there and learning from the community what we what we want and what we need. And I I do feel like he's going to solve this problem hopefully for you guys. Oh, absolutely. I've had lots of conversations with him and I feel heard every single time I say this this did this did this or this was really great. I feel really, really heard by Peter every single time I talk to him, which is very strange from a software company especially if you're working with the larger companies like Thomson Reuters or Lacert, You don't feel hurt. They're not listening. I consider Peter a friend, not a software company, right? Like, and and that's that's the way he approaches a lot of this stuff too. He's very open. He listens. He's a good listener too. You can tell he's listening based on when you're talking. He's, you know, like coming up with the right questions. So that's, that's, the, that's a very important thing in a, in a product and a vendor is the leadership. And that drives innovation, that drives where the product goes because he can pivot and he can listen and he's always, you know, asking what else can we do? What else, what other things? And right now they are working on the tax planning and the visualization, which I think is going to be pretty dope. Like that's going to unlock a lot for a lot of firms that want to get into more advisory and different different ways to monetize the tax return that they did just do once a year, you know, meet with the clients mid year and have some of these visualization tools and some of the tax planning. Shane, what are some, what are some things that tally four is missing that I guess 
we got we did just talk about this, but what are the some things for you at least that um you see some gaps that it's not quite solving yet? Yeah, I talked to uh, <clears throat> Peter and Ben and Mike uh, about something at ZeroCon, and then they followed up with me about it, and I think it might be on their roadmap now, which would be really exciting. It's it's a problem that I have with a firm. I'm not sure if it's got a big enough TAM for them to actually roll it out. It seems like it will because they're talking about it seriously, but essentially every year, it, it, this goes back to the tax organizer and how terrible tax organizers are. Everybody knows that tax organizers are trash because it's not specific, Right. So every year we kind of, we kind of, in the past, we've just said, send us your tax docs, you know, like send us your stuff. And there's an organizer that we have that we've created that's pretty dynamic that says, you know, if you have a W-2, if they say yes, it like shows them a photo of a W-2. And if they say yes to a 1099, it shows them that. But what we'd rather do is be more white glove about it since we talk to our clients so often and say, these are the documents that we know that you need. So send us these. And we use IPM or carbon. So like they can check those off as they go through that list. So there's no way to export what's in LACERT that was in the return last year right now. Like LACERT knows that you have a W-2 from Palantir and you've got a 1099 from TD Ameritrade and then you've got a 5498. You know, it's got some of our clients have 20, 25 of these, you know, K-1s can be obviously unlimited. So why can't I export that list into an Excel, a CSV, a sheet, and then I can paste that into a request for the client. So I... Peter and the rest of the team are working on that because they can push things into LACERT and I think they can push, I don't know if they can pull things out and that they're going to try to figure that out. I know they've got their hands on the SDK at LACERT and they're going to try to pull things out. So I spoke to them about that on a Zoom call maybe a week or two ago. So I haven't heard back from them on that yet, but hopefully we'll get that by upcoming tax season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all of this is all relatively new. I mean, this uh, this was their first year in full product launched and it wasn't just you know invite only this is this is the first year for the product and i think it's making big waves here megan you care to talk about um it working with freshbooks too because that's another new new player in the game here yeah so freshbooks isn't actually a new player in the game well they've been around a long time for accountants Um, at least they're relatively new to my tech stack and to my knowledge though i didn't really start working with them until the beginning of 2021 when Twyla and I connected and she really brought me in. It was her and Kristen Keats really brought me into FreshBooks and was willing to look at it. I really like it because it solves a lot of problems for my DIY type clients that are afraid of accounting and they don't want to go into it. They don't want to get into it. FreshBooks has done such a good job of building that UI and UX and building up that user experience and putting the business owner first that it makes life super, super easy. The frustrating part about it is as an accountant, then getting that data out hasn't been super straightforward. So working with Tally4, it makes the process a whole lot easier. I can make one of two choices. I can just pull it directly out of FreshBooks and I haven't gotten to experiment with FreshBooks' new chart of accounts that just released this summer and tally for yet just because the stars didn't align for my FreshBooks clients. They were all already done. The two that I've had roll over into this new chart of accounts thus far, their returns have been done since like March. So I don't get to play with them yet. But when it rolls out, when it pulls out, it doesn't necessarily pull all of the detail from all of the chart of accounts. So FreshBooks has an other expenses grouping and those details don't come in. So it's the one exception 
where I go through and I pull out a trial balance out of FreshBooks and I assign account numbers to everything and make sure it's kind of tidy and then push it into Tally 4. It takes maybe another 10 or 15 minutes longer for me with starting a tax return for a FreshBooks client versus a QuickBooks Online or a Zero client. However, compare that to a QuickBooks desktop client. So I'm 100% cloud-based. I run my firm off of a Chromebook. I don't have a Windows machine that I touch except for one little piece of software from Thomson Reuters to be able to print reports out of it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have QuickBooks desktop at all. If I compare importing a trial balance from a QuickBooks desktop client who's provided me with that trial balance to importing a trial balance from a FreshBooks client, the FreshBooks client is at least twice as fast as the QuickBooks desktop client to get it into Tally 4. And then again, once it's inside of Tally 4, I don't have to think anymore. The thinking is done. The trial balance is in there and it just works. Oh, that's automations right there. Right. You have to stop thinking about the tedious, repetitive things. Because we all know, we always if we don't have a checklist, if we're doing those repetitive things, we're going to forget stuff too. So less opportunity to forget things. Sounds like there's a, they got a little bit way to go to get it over the finish line to get that 10 minutes away too. But it's infinitely better than manually doing everything. <laughs> yes. Cool. Well, any other closing arguments on this on this whole uh, product tips and features that we're that we're talking about here? You know, one of the things that was mentioned was journal entries and getting those to the client. It's really consistent. So I can consistently get an ending trial balance and journal entries over to the client and delivered to the client. Then it looks the same that the client is receiving regardless as to what accounting software they're using, which makes it faster and easier for me to get those reports over to the client. And it makes it a little bit easier for the bookkeepers as well. So the bookkeepers that I work with with multiple clients on, they know what that journal entry is going to look like coming from me. They know the kind of general style and look and feel of it, which makes it easier for them to just run through and make those journal entries. It's really easy for me to leave a note to the bookkeeper too, to you can ignore this one. This one is just on the P&L. If you want to record it, you can. It's just a reclass, but I didn't want to reclass it on. So Tally4, you have three different kinds of journal entries. You can have an adjusting journal entry or reclass journal, journal entry or a tax journal entry. And those reclass journal entries are really easy to kind of side from the client if you don't want those to go over to them. I tend to give them to the client and then tell them you can skip this one if you want to, which I find really helpful for me. And my clients have found it really helpful. The other thing I wanted to mention is that the Tally 4 trial balance is tax focused. Every other trial balance software out there is audit focused. It's focused on getting the audit done and then getting to the tax return is kind of an add on hey, we can do this too. Let's do it and make it happen. But Tally4 is just concerned about the tax side of things, which a lot of people don't necessarily think about all of the adjustments that we make when we're preparing a tax return. Even if we've got a PDF in front of us and we're regrouping things and adding and subtracting, or uh, I remember back in the day, I used to use colored pencils on a piece of paper and we would circle and box things and add and subtract <laughs> and tape, um, <laughs> 10 key tape onto the work paper it was intense and we wouldn't end up with a final work paper that shows all of your totals as to where you're actually going at the end of the day. 
And that's, that's been really helpful to be able to have that available, that it is tax focused. It's, it's tax first, not audit first. That's an important distinction too. And that's, they've always been that. And that's, that's our, that's our audience too. Nobody, I mean, nobody I talk to does audit anymore. I mean, not, not on a lot of our size firms. So. I recently got a last year from a tax accountant. We asked them for the AJs and he, he literally wrote them on a piece of paper and like scanned them to us. And like two of them were like, this doesn't make sense. And he's like, oh, sorry, I messed them up. So there's still tech, there's still firms out there doing stuff very manually. What is it? Like 75% of CPAs are retirement age. Some crazy stat like that. I think that's the actual stat. Wow. Terrifying. Yeah. Closing arguments? No, I mean, it's a really simple tool that really works. And there was a gap in the market that they filled. I can say that this was their first year. So like in February or March, there were some bugs when they were rolling it out. And I would talk to Peter about them and he would work over the weekend to get them solved. And they were never like unsolved for more than like 48 hours. So they not only like have a tool that works, but when it doesn't work, they solve the problems quickly is the other thing I remember about working with them during tax season this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've known Peter for a little while now and I got nothing but good things to say. Never, they've, they've never ceased to amaze me with what they're doing there and how they're, they're guerrilla marketing and how they've managed to <laughs> penetrate all these different conferences without a big booth there. They did have a booth at ZeroCon, but most of the other ones, he's got his backpack. Yeah. What? Let's not forget about Vegas. Oh, hell yeah. Vegas was dope. They didn't have a booth at Vegas. They had a cabana. Yes. <laughs> they had a cabana. But that matters, right? Like, because now he's built relationships with people in the accounting community and it doesn't feel salesy. It feels authentic. Like, we actually enjoyed getting to know them and they're solving a problem. So, um, I think you know, sometimes a boost can, boost can feel a little bit salesy and transactional versus, you know, trying to build a relationship with us first. Well, and then to go to form and function, marrying together with that cabana, that is form and function. That tally four is trying to make it more fun, trying to make it easier, trying to give you the ability to take time off and relax. That's what a cabana is all about. So putting that together, I didn't go to that conference, but hearing that, that's absolutely amazing. I don't know if he thought about it that way. I just always really enjoy seeing form and function come together as to one. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. All right, well, I'll close it out with something that's kind of related, but unrelated. This is the FreshBooks app. You don't have to sit and listen to the whole thing that I figured I just wrote this and recorded it yesterday. So I need some eyes on it or ears on it and I can see some reactions here. So. If you care to listen to my FreshBooks rap, here's the debut. Well, I'll tell you.
sell you Mr. Health's developed this helpful model for your workflows A panel of fellow firm owners to empower your own network to grow You know, you're allowed to create custom sub-accounts, manual journals Community rewards, discussion boards, visibility Professionals whose goal is to use cloud technology Transform with a platform that's easy To offer informed accountancy, advisory Your clients benefit immensely Offer forward-looking metrics to set the stage successfully So, no ledger dope as FB2 Use it so easy, so fresh and so easy FreshBooks Blue is so sexy, it's elegant and clean so fresh and so clean, clean Manage books effortlessly, simple, double entry Simple double entry APC, your accounting partner community so FreshBooks APC Can you see fellow APs, nine benefits on display My accounting pros knows ongoing certification training days Dynamic challenge now in the APC to knock out PC show how to manage accounts Center, dedicated support when you enter. FBK calls you zipper for the first 90 to migrate sub for free bonus $200 for new clients. Don't miss if you AP certy, you get in the FBD small business. New clients fresh send you through their directory. So, no ledger dope as FB2. Use it so easy, so fresh and so easy. Fresh books blue is so sexy, it's elegant and clean. So fresh and so clean, clean. Manage books effortlessly. To join an APC allows accounting peeps new ways to hive industry minds. They say you're making genuine connections through community, an opportunity to network on your time. Beyond discussion boards, beyond news updates, helpful aid, thanks. Bring your competitive side out, no doubt unique. Certification, training, tips, experts, and apps. Polish, perfect to advise. Enjoy FreshBooks Boutique. <laughs> no ledger, dope as FB2. Use it so easy. So fresh and so easy. FreshBooks Blue is so sexy. So clean, clean. Manage books effortlessly. Simple double entry. Simple double entry. APC, your accounting partner community. It's FreshBooks APC. The freshest unicorns on the planet. I value reach a billion dollar status. The growing partner program is the baddest. Compatible, created in Mike's basement. The freshest unicorns on the planet. Wow. <laughs> those always blow my mind every time I listen to those. They just keep oh. getting either worse or better. I don't know. I don't know where to, where my head goes. Well, I'd say they're surprisingly good, but they're always very funny to me. I'm not sure if that's the intent. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. got to be funny. Like, Yeah. You don't do parodies without them trying to be funny in some ways. But this one didn't get vulgar, and I didn't have any sexual references. It was just mm. straight up. Like, I, and I was gonna go back and add some layered jokes and things, but didn't have. Did you time. did you slip the like promo offers in there as well in the second verse? Like uh -huh. your first one hundred clients are free or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta I gotta make it an ad somehow, right? <laughs> I guess so. That's, that's not very evergreen, but I love that. Yeah. Well. This is accounting high. This is stuff I listened to in high school in those days, right? So it's like yeah. I'm taking 90s and early 2000s rap and then bridging that into what we're doing today, right? For sure. So, For sure. Got a bit of a template. I've only done like eight of them. so Well, I've done eight of them so far this year. So 
We're going to have a mixtape soon. Nice. Cool. Well, thanks both of you for joining. I appreciate the time. appreciate the talk about Tally 4. It was dope. Yeah. For sure. Thanks appreciate for having it. me. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. Peace out.